Hey guys, this is the Always the Critic Movie Podcast. If this is your first time listening to the show, thank you for giving our show a chance. If you really enjoy the show, go ahead and subscribe so you can listen to what we have coming up in the future. If you want to support what we're doing, you could become a monthly contributor to the show. It goes a long way in being able to produce brand new episodes every single week. If you want to go ahead and contribute, you can actually find the link in your show notes or you can go to anchor.fm slash alwaysthecritic slash support. Now that we got all that out of the way, here is a brand new episode of Always the Critic Movie Podcast. brand new episode of the always the critic podcast today boy do we got a doozy uh <laughs> we are reviewing the brand new movie serenity starring matthew mcconaughey and anne hathaway on today's episode i'm joined by my co-host jessica furby hey guys yeah this movie whew, uh there's so much to say about still it. confused uh, yeah the, oh my goodness there's so much confusion <laughs> uh, Wow, this movie... Okay, let me just explain the movie the best I can. I'm pulling up a synopsis of the movie, and it's not going to do it justice at all. No. Because whatever, you know, synopsis is on IMDb or on Rotten Tomatoes is not going to do justice. It's not going to encompass the experience of watching it and having it unfold. Exactly. So, just... Here off of IMDb, the mysterious past of a fishing boat captain comes back to haunt him when his ex-wife tracks him down with a desperate plea for help ensnaring his life in a new reality that may not be all that it seems. That, uh, oof, that, mo- that really quite gives us nothing. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and jump right into your thoughts. Please tell me. Your thoughts on the movie. Let's not get into spoilers yet, even though like there's so much that we need to say. <laughs> so, I'm, I mean, we walked out of the theater, uh, me, you, and Danny Brigham, and we were just dying of laughter because it is actually a really terrible movie. <laughs> so bad. So, so and bad. My reaction in the theater was the movie started and literally five minutes into the movie, I turned to you guys and I was like, what the F are we watching right now? This is nothing like the one trailer that we saw. I'm not seeing Anne Hathaway. I'm not seeing the whole plot line uh, that was established in that marketing come come front and center. It was like it felt like I was watching a totally different movie. Oh my goodness, yes. It was bizarre. Super bizarre. Super bizarre. So what's crazy about this movie is that there was a trailer's release back in like August or, or September, right around that time. And I remember seeing the trailer and it looked like Oscar bait type of film. Which yeah. funny enough, this movie was supposed to be released in October. Oh. And then they pushed it back. For reasons, I'm sure. For reasons. Now, uh, I've said it before on the show, January and early parts of February are not a good month for movies. If a movie gets placed in this time frame, it's because the studio has no faith and they're just hoping that they make any kind of profit off of it. Mm -hmm. And so now we have Serenity. It felt like January so bad. 
Oh, man. It was a stinker. Oh, my God. It was just question. I mean, questionable scene upon questionable scene. The plot was not thickening. It was like, I can't describe to you how bizarre, bizarre it was. Because the movie hinges on a twist um, that uh, there's going to be a lot of like articles that you may read or there may be spoilers uh, that talk about it. Like, uh, for example, our, our go to website, The Ringer, uh, had one that was just titled Serenity is a front runner for the most WTF moment of the year. <laughs> and we're only in January. Yeah, that's the great part about it. So for I, I wanted to ask you this question. Do we have our worst movie of the year for 2019 already? 100 <laughs> oh, percent. I think so. I, I walked out and I was like, I haven't felt this disappointed <clears throat> leaving a theater since I watched The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus Oof. when I was in college. Oh, my goodness. And that, that was what? Like 2009? 2009? I believe so. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's been exactly 10 years. Oof. I guess we're we're due for one every ten years, just like a real bomb. Yeah, it was so bad. Uh, I another question I have is what McConaughey and Hathaway, you know, what made them sign on to this project? Or better question yet is halfway through the project, did they realize what they were doing? I. <laughs> that's a great question. Um, halfway through the project, uh, they should have done an assessment. And I don't know, man. And realize, was... you know what? It's fine. <clears throat> yeah. We can waste this money and just let it, uh, let this go to <laughs> Project Hell and uh, never see the light of day. Right. Um, just for, for the audience who hasn't seen this movie, this movie uh, has Matthew McConaughey as a fisherman out in an island out, you know, somewhere in the Caribbean or somewhere. And he's living his life as a fisher boat captain who's hard on money. So he takes out tourists to go fish and he has his own in quotation marks, Moby, you know, great whale. Moby yeah. Dick yeah. Yeah. Moby Dick. Yeah, exactly. Only it's his main directive is, <laughs> is to kill this tuna, this tuna. gigantic like bluefin tuna. Yeah. And so even to the point that when he sees the tuna and the tourists are supposed to be the ones fishing. He oh my God, he like sees red. He sees red <laughs> and he just has to have the tuna. He has to catch the tuna. It's ridiculous. And that's how the movie starts. That's how the movie starts. Just him like fighting like he's in sweat. He's like dripping in sweat. Just yeah. like fighting off or trying to fight and reel in a tuna. A tuna. And <laughs> <laughs> in the open ocean. With two super drunk, uh, uh, I guess tourists, like just I guess tourists, they're not really yeah, tourists, but like, yeah, they're like, you know, people that want to fit like they want open fish. ocean fishing, yeah. And so he even like comes at him with a knife when they try to grab the right. From him. I think that's when I turned to you guys, I was like, what are we watching? It was not <laughs> so what weird, I was yeah. All. So no. that's where the movie starts. You have his <laughs> first mate. Played by Jimon Hunsu. Yeah. An Academy Award nominated actor. We have Matthew McConaughey, an Academy Award winner. And uh, Anne Hathaway, another Academy Award winner. Diane Lane, another Academy Award oh, actress, Diane nominated Lane. actress. 
Oh, by the way, Diane Lane in this movie basically is a woman who loves to see Matthew McConaughey because Matthew McConaughey pretty much, you know, comes over whenever she When he's low on cash, he goes over. He is um, a male prostitute. Yeah. Uh, when he's low on cash, because again, he's fighting. What's the line? What's the line? She goes, she tells him when the fish are biting, you come over to find, to find my cat. (laughs) And when the fish aren't, I pay you. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, there are some ridiculous lines that some of these people say. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are. Because there's this roaming black cat as well that like, it goes all over the neighborhood and it's her cat. Right. Um, this movie is shot weird. There's like, um, some weird camera <laughs> movements at the beginning. The first time it happened, I literally like looked around as if I got whiplash because it like circles the person in like a 360. Yeah. Like it's usually in a moment in an action movie where a person does like this power stance or power move. Like they're about to get mm-hmm. into action and like the camera whips around them 360 but it was just so like it could be in front of Ken- Anne Hathaway's face really quick. And I'm just yeah. like, what What was that? It was so jarring. It was really jarring. Uh, and so this movie has a big twist. We're, we're talking about it. We'll talk about it in spoilers what this twist is. But let me ask you, Jessica, what did you think of the twist of what the, you know, the general thought of it? Like, what did you think of it when you f- figured it out or when you found out? Oh boy, I told you I almost left the theater. <laughs> I almost walked out. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding. You got to be kidding me. Because all of this lead up was, and it wasn't even worth it. Not at all. It was weak. It oh was so weak. Goodness. Oh my god. It was the weakest Black Mirror episode, I swear. oh man that and that is very much true and with that uh since you did mention it and i saw this earlier uh let's go ahead and go to one of our segments in (laughs) jessica reads letterbox reviews all right i don't think you guys are ready next best oh i messed up that name next best picture i gave it a one-star review i said serenity is so laughably implausible over the top and self-serious that it actually manages to be both embarrassing for all involved and fascinating in a shipwreck sort of way for its sheer bewilderment. Stephen Knight swung for the fences with this one and he strikes out gloriously. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Half a star from Vincent. You cannot skip this. Go see it before it's ruined for you. This colossal train wreck is so aggressively wretched that missing out on experiencing it in a theater might be one of your biggest regrets. Don't look anything up. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh, I got to sneak in with this one. Yeah, yeah. Go by on. Kelly, a one star. I really sat through too many shots of Matthew McConaughey's ass for this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, one star, I couldn't explain this movie to you if I tried, Daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait to get into that. I know, I and know. also uh, showing uh, way too much of McConaughey's backside. <laughs> uh, I got one real quick by Dale Go. Rollison. What an effing mess. Kudos to whoever <laughs> made the trailer, though. I thought I was going to watch a serious movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, oh, man. One and a half stars. L Driver says Anne Hathaway does everything she can to try and make this work, but there was nothing that could save this mess of a movie. Weird editing, a wonky script, lifeless direction, and bad pacing makes Renity a complete and utter misfire. Anne and Matthew are putting in the effort, but acting can't carry a film on its own. A movie needs a spine, and this movie is completely spineless. Oh, my goodness. I have one more, and that yeah. is by Corey Tad. I want an oral history of how this movie happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One and a half star review. Sam said, F you, it's January. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that is too good. Evan said two and a half stars. A riddle for you. What does a fish do when it hits dry land? If you answered flop, you're wrong. You're thinking of serenity. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, that is ridiculous. Um, I'll close with my own letterbox review, which you happen to really like. I said, nope. Truman Show meets The Matrix Matrix meets Black Mirror. And that's insulting all three. (laughs) That is so great uh, because there are so many aspects of those different movies that are in it. And I can't wait to talk about it. What was your rating on that? Oh, one and a half stars. Yeah. Yep. That's one and how a half. We, this is what we're talking about, people. Uh, Jessica gave it a one and a half stars. I gave it a one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, right after this, we're going to go ahead and talk about just the craziness. Uh, the what twist. happened, man? What, what happened? happened? Exactly. What <laughs> happened? And uh, we'll be right back after this. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Let's talk about real quick, what is the twist of this movie? So every every moment you're thinking that this is supposed to be some like uh, thriller, like a romantic thriller, because you have Anne Hathaway's character asking Matthew McConaughey's character to kill her husband because she's being abused. She's and a battered woman. Battered woman. And so that's what you're thinking. But the acting leading up to that moment does not give any indication that this is a very good um, movie. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> It finally happens. We finally realize what exactly is going on. Uh, there are flashes where Matthew McConaughey's character can see his son and can almost hear his son and interact with him, even though the son is somewhere off on a computer looking at, you know, some code, code pretty much. He's looking at code and you could tell that it's his son because like they kind of have like a bit of a bond and they like show it through like little glimpses, mm-hmm. but it's not until finally halfway through the movie where <laughs> this one character keeps showing up with glasses who's trying to reach Matthew McConaughey, can't reach it's him. Like a, he's in a business suit on yes, an island on an with island. a briefcase, very stereotypical business And he's person. like, I have to talk to you and he keeps missing him. Yeah, it keeps missing Matthew McConaughey and, on this spit of an island, right. like this tiny spit of an island. So finally, they interact, and the reason he was trying to reach him was, first off, the they introduced Okay, it, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because- <laughs> Oh my God, there's so this many things. This whole thing is, starts off with this guy finally getting hold, a hold of Matthew McConaughey yes. and enters his 
makeshift uh, container container wow. of a house like it's an old it's like, like shipping container it's a shipping container house and he's like okay what do you want he opens his briefcase and it's a fish finder oh it's a fish finder <laughs> he's like you follow me around to sell me a fish finder and i'm like where is this going what no one no doing? one in our theater was like reacting everyone was really chill about it I really wish we would have seen this with a younger crowd because the crowd was older. And I think they look, this movie was sold as Oscar bait. So like, or, you know, it it looked like it and you had Oscar performers and everything. So I get the audience, but so he's being sold a fish finder Mm -hmm. so he could get his fish, his tuna, which he named, by the way, justice, justice. He named it justice. And so, it turns out that the guy who is selling him this fish finder, I am the rules. And then all of a sudden, like, he corrects himself. I don't make the rules. Yeah. It turns out that Matthew McConaughey is a character inside a video game. A, video game. Oh, a computer game called Plymouth Island, the island that he's on. And so it's like a mix between, just like you said, The Matrix, Truman Show, uh, the Sims really is another version. Like if you're a computer game or Pleasantville, because Pleasantville. Pleasantville has that whole concept of like, there's nothing but Pleasantville. Right. Exactly. And so, so like, there's like nothing but Plymouth Island. Exactly. So like to... there's a radio that plays every morning, like good morning. Oh, Plymouth. Groundhog Day was like another one. Oh yeah. Like Groundhog Day. Yeah. So radio thing. In they the morning. take like little tiny things from all these movies to create a bunch of crap. Because that's what this movie is. Uh, the acting is all over the place. Um, we have Anne Hathaway saying daddy way too many times to Jason Clark. Jason mm-hmm. Clark is in this movie, by the way. Uh, and Jason Clark is fully embracing the campiness of this movie. This guy is dressed like he's straight out of Miami Vice. Like <laughs> This guy is like just hamming it up like crazy. And Hathaway, just like a garbage human. Oh yeah, a garbage human being who's who's beating up on uh, Anne Hathaway. But Anne Hathaway saying "Daddy," like, oh my god, in like a modified Catwoman voice. Yeah, it's like she took. Oh, you know what would work for this movie? I did Selena Kyle in The Dark Knight Rises. Let me see if I could just turn that up to eleven, <laughs> and just that's what I'm gonna play in this part. And, like, she does a lot of, like, sultry whispering throughout. And it's like, what kind of character are you trying to be right now? Yeah. Like, are you trying to seduce everybody? Like, it was bizarre. It was was really weird. Really, really weird. Uh, McConaughey is the only somewhat believable performance, even though, like, he starts screaming at the sky after he realizes what he is. And there's, like, a lot of moments where he's just, like, screaming at the sky. Because he's suddenly like self-aware. Yeah, basically in the video game. Yeah, he's a character in a video game that became self-aware. <sighs> My because God. of another program that's in the. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, we got to so talk kid, about like <laughs> the kid changed his directive, right? Yeah, and that was the whole deal. Is that the the governing program of the video game was like fighting back and was like, don't kill this guy you gotta find your fish (laughs) that's what that's what the rules are you can't kill anybody right and so the kid was coding the game to have this character kill you know what's supposed to be his stepdad 
Uh, which, by the way, it, um, more spoilers for this movie, is that the kid is actually going through some issues where he can always hear his mom being abused by his stepdad mm-hmm. in the other room. And it turns out that Matthew McConaughey was his father in real life who died in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So he has created a simulation where all these people are interacting with each other and he wants his dad in the video game to kill his stepdad in the video game. But then the kid decides <laughs> to take it into his own hands in real life and kill the stepdad. Kills the stepdad. Stabs him in that's the, how in the it, chest. That's how it ends. Oh my goodness. Just okay, moving. but no, because Let's it go like back. builds up. It, it like, builds. It builds. Uh, it builds to this terrible moment where, like, <laughs> first of all, what? How do you say his name? Jimon, Jimon, uh, Jimon Hansu. Yeah, Jimon. Jimon Hansu. His character is like a minister in his spare time, and like a and like a freelance fisherman. Yeah, it is like part time. Yeah, yeah. And he so is. he's like the skipper on the boat with Matthew McConaughey. And he's like the voice of reason slash like redemption. And when he finds out that McConaughey is like getting tempted to kill this dude, <laughs> he, he takes it upon himself. He was like, I went to the other side of town and I hired some guys to smash his hand, to break his hand so that he couldn't come fishing with you today. <laughs> so that he so that you wouldn't kill him. Man. Now you have no more temptation. Oh my goodness. And I was like, get the frick out of here. It, it really does get feel out. it does feel like a video game because there are moments where the main character will go and walk up to a side character and they just talk like the what they're supposed to say in that It's moment. like non player character yeah. jargon. Exactly. It's non player. <laughs> And there's different moments in that. Like, there's a bartender. Don't you know that that fish? Ooh, yeah. When are you going to catch that damn fish? Like, there's a shopkeeper who's always like, oh, you're always trying to go for that tuna. Why don't you try swordfish? Try to make money. And, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> they're all over the place. And I guess you don't realize it until finally, like, that twist happens where you start looking back and be like, oh, that's why everybody was so stupid. And that's why those shots were so stupid. Yes, the camera movements. <laughs> because it's just like if you were to control the player, you know how you can move the camera angle around the guy and around the person. And <laughs> that's that, what that is. That's what that is. Oh, I get it now. Dumb, but okay. I get yeah. it. Uh, this movie is The Sims. If my brother was on, he would totally explain The Sims. But if you've ever played The Sims, you've basically watched this movie. Uh <laughs> I I really don't know what else to say because this movie it had such bizarre like dialogue too, yeah. like before the twist and yes. even after the twist like um uh that whole conversation with Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey and she just like gets on the boat and the, even like when Anne Hathaway shows up at the bar first before that yes they do that like stupid like camera 360 on her and all she did was walk in the room. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, oh, another crazy one in terms of dialogue is when they're on his boat for the very first time at night and she's trying to talk to him. Oh, yeah, so I was trying to find you, but you've been hard to find. <laughs> and so I found a picture of you through a friend. Um, you're really hard to find. Have you have, have you never heard of Facebook? And I'm like, Ooh, what is this? Ooh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I went to a, a reunion and the only two people who were who weren't there were us and like all these things. It's just and just I think like, the worst line was, you know, he can hear you every time you talk to him. Speaking of the sun. Speaking of the sun. Exactly. Speaking of the sun. He can and hear at you. At that point, we're like, what the? <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you yeah. mean the sun can hear you? What do you mean you? he can hear you? Yeah. Because this movie makes no indication early on that that's what this might be. It tries to treat it as a cool twist or an interesting twist. It's just, it explains the stupidity. That's what it is. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't get what happened. I want to go back really quick to to Diane Lane. (laughs) Okay. For the was entire unrecognizable movie, yeah, her unrec- first like few scenes, I was like, not few scenes, but like the first scene she's in, she's talking, and I'm like, who is that? That sounds so familiar. And then I was and then like, she, like gets out of the Diane bed, and I was like, oh, oh my god, it's Diane Lane. It doesn't even look like her. She's always by the window watching him. For uh, like his boat's on the dock, she's always yeah. watching him. Uh, <laughs> it was such a weird character. Uh, because it's only there for any type of just like sexual type of thing. That's mm-hmm. the only reason she's in this movie. The only reason at all. I'm going to pay for sex. That's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, random shots uh, that lead to nothing. Uh, there was an old man in the bar that he's always <laughs> hanging out in. And it's like this old fisherman that you could tell he like was a captain of some type of boat back in the day and he's got a mm-hmm. beard and he's and got a beanie. Like, on a beanie and he's got a rum he's got <laughs> rum in his hand and they like show him for like a good five seconds and they never come Just back like, to him yeah yeah like i'm like why did we have to see him at all i thought it was going to be like a guy who like had gone through what he was going through like everybody thought he was crazy about this too nothing it was just like a miscellaneous shot yeah just a miscellaneous shot it was so dumb um let me see another moment that stands out is when jason clark is inspecting anne hathaway Oof, yeah Oof, so weird so anne hathaway uh is waiting she's in the hotel already she like came a couple days before her husband but he shows up before he was supposed to and so then he's like take off your robe and so like he has her turn around, take off the robe, and he's like, he puts his glasses on, and I'm like, what are you doing? What? <laughs> I yeah. thought it was going to lead into, like, something sexual or something. But then, like, he's, like, inspecting her. He's, like, looking at her, like. He's looking at her skin. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he, like, he sees around the corner of her, of a curve, and he's like, oh, what is this? And, like, I'm just like, what? Because it's just a scratch. <laughs> the way like, she says the it. The way she says it. It's you're just like, a scratch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then like he gets upset and then you see him take off his belt. So you could tell he's he's going to beat her. Beat her. Yeah. For a scratch. It was so weird. It was such a weird moment. Oh, man. Oh, Um, boy. Yeah. Um, And then later on in the movie, when, you know, Matthew McConaughey's character has decided he's going to break the rule of the game. All of a sudden, 
we have a new character just show up and it's supposed it's Diane to be Lane's son. son who she briefly <laughs> mentioned <laughs> early on in the movie and he's like hey i'm here for a job my mom told me that you could have a job for me I'm like, wait, what? what? Is the, the game is fighting back. The game is like inserting <laughs> new characters to try and get him to kill the tuna. And then like just when you think he gets rid of him, no, I'm not taking you along, whatever, whatever. He's on the boat ready to kill away. Jason Clark. Yeah, he stowed away in the boat. Hey, I thought you might have needed me, so I stowed away in the boat. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this character won't go away. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this... I knew I'd be lucky because he thinks he's like good luck to catch the tuna. <laughs> exactly. The stuff that you would just hear a non-player say. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's so bad. But that climax of the kid killing the dad in real life mm. or just deciding to kill the dad in real yeah, life. Just deciding and to then kill the dad. them killing the stepdad in the game. Yes. Don't let go, Daddy. Don't oh, you God. let go, Daddy. And we <laughs> Screaming the semi-serious line. What was that mole uh, she was like wearing? Haggard at. Oh, the mole <laughs> on her cheek is awful. It's supposed to be like some like oh, like femme fatale like mole from like the nineteen fifties, and it's just like why why is there something it's on like your a face? Jessica Rabbit? Yeah. It's so weird. And then again, uh, she's blonde. I've yeah. never seen her blonde in a movie. So it kind of like threw me off for I a second. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah, so. I think so too. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I want to, I don't want to encourage people to, you know, waste money and see this movie. But I feel like people should watch this movie for how crazy it gets. Mm-hmm. I, haven't yeah. seen, I haven't seen a movie like this in a long time. No, no, we were like in tears. Yeah, we were in tears after the movie because it's it's hilariously bad. Yeah, and it's it's trying so hard in moments. No, it's (laughs) (laughs) trying. That's so funny about it is because it's like it's so earnest. Oh, oh, trying to like complete this vision. Yeah, because it doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> it like it doesn't realize how bad it is the people in the movie don't realize how bad it is you know no 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 and then the closing thing with with the kid calling matthew mcconaughey in the oh, game oh yeah that's right he's like oh dad um i'm gonna come visit but i'm gonna change the game before yeah, and the kid and then the is game going... starts to change like Inception style right in front of Matthew oh my McConaughey. God, that's right. Yeah, it is, it does. It try it changes right in front of him. But on top of like the kid is going to jail, right? Yeah, he's like in jail he's... as this conversation's happening. So you, I guess, the coding is like happening. He already did it, or it's like manifesting now in the game yeah, and then and, there's and, like uh, the last shot of the kid is like psycho style where he's like smirking at the camera yeah in like a chair yeah I've, I've fully gone mad yeah yeah that's what it seems like but the shot before is even funnier because you see him in the game like you see the actual kid running, like running. on the dock in slow motion to his dad and they like hug and embrace and i'm like what are we doing what? right now <laughs> Oh man, ah, uh, I I love how bad this movie was. 
and uh, the person the person who worked on it, uh, Steve Knight. Uh, God bless you. Whatever blackmail you have <laughs> on these people uh, is something else. He he worked on some pretty interesting stuff before this. Like he had worked on the show Peaky Blinders, which a lot of people have talked about. That's on Netflix. He was a writer on The Girl in the Spider's Web, which just came out last year. Uh, he wrote Allied, which I believe that's the movie that was direct. Uh, it was with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Oh, oh no, Brad right. Pitt and Marion Cotillard. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So, like, he has some credits, but I think this is like, yeah, I'm going to make something now. And, oof. Yeah. Uh, swing and a miss. It was pretty, it was rough. What are you doing here? I'm just looking for my cat. <laughs> Have you seen him? As Diane Lane is just randomly at Matthew McConaughey's house. Oh, one of my favorite ones was like when he walks into the house and he's like taking off his clothes and she's like, what are you going to do? I'm going to shower. And he walks outside just walks out ass naked. naked. <laughs> and he jumps off a cliff into the ocean. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and that's where he like has like visions of his son and stuff like under the water. I personally, I thought at that moment that it was more that he had some type of telepathic type of connection with his son. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought mm-hmm. it, the movie was leading into. Oh, well, I told you my theory about what the movie was. Right. What was, what's your theory? That it, during this whole lead up before the twist, I was like, okay, so here's my here's the whole story that I made up in my head, which was Matthew McConaughey and his son were out fishing. The son fell in the water, got injured by this crazy ass tuna mm. in the water, and then got uh, paralyzed. From the waist down, which is why he's always shown seated in a chair at his computer. And then that is the reason why Matthew McConaughey had like a vendetta against the tuna. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Uh, but no, it wasn't that simple. I think that would have been. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a better movie. That would have been a better movie. Uh, oh, so I, I have to read this real quick. Um, apparently. So the ringer wrote about this movie. And so they were saying how, you know, it's rarely a good sign when the movie slated for an October release gets pushed all the way back to January. You don't really need to read the tea leaves here. Serenity, a movie, (laughs) a movie genuinely described by writer director Stephen Knight as a sexy fishing noir was originally no. scheduled to come out in October. He, did not he described it like as a sexy fishing noir. So the movie kind oh, of starts he needs to that get way. booted out. Oh yeah, it, it's uh it's pretty bad, man. Um if <laughs> here's here's another sentence from them. So they were like Nothing could have prepared me for Serenity. It's ridiculous dialogue, fish-obsessed characters, and all-time bonkers t- plot twist. You could have <laughs> offered me a thousand opportunities to guess what the movie's really about, and I never would have solved it. If, nope. you ha- if you would have told me the plot machinations of Serenity outright, I would have politely asked to check your chick- uh, kitchen cabinets to ensure nothing was somehow laced with LSD. Uh, yeah. Uh 
uh, couldn't have said it better because it is so up the wall. Yeah. What? Why was it a? Why was it a, a, a tuna of all things? Honestly, like, why couldn't it have been anything else? <laughs> it could have been a sea turtle, and I would have been like, "Ooh, that's interesting." <laughs> a tuna. A tuna. Uh, a giant tuna. Yeah, man. The size of jar, like jaws. Oh my goodness! It was so ridiculous. And the CGI was really bad on the tuna. Yeah, it was. I, it was I think real bad. The, I think the Meg did better job at Ooh. their CGI with their fish than this movie did. Uh, it doesn't help that it was by a studio I had never heard of. Oh, that's true. I, we were seeing like two. There were a couple trailers before the movie that had the same production company, and I was like, I've never seen this production company before. And like the two movies they showed right before the movie started, I was like, Oh, those look bad. And then I saw, then I saw the actual thing for this one. I was like, "Oh, that's not good." The same actual production company did those two. Oh man. Uh, so the last thing I'll say, uh, also from the article from the Ringer, um, get a Brinks truck filled with Razzies to Stephen Knight's driveway <laughs> post haste. We've got a runaway winner on our hands. <laughs> This is 2019's Book of Henry, The Snowman for the Tropics, The Sims by way of Matthew McConaughey's Lincoln commercials and bare ass. <laughs> oh, man. oh, it's so bad. I think I was more upset when I left the theater for the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus only because I paid money to see that movie. Oh, and that's right. We have the AMC subspass, so it didn't really matter. No, exactly. It but was one of the three movies so... we could watch in a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's just downright comical. Yes. It, uh, believe me, I laughed really hard after that Danny movie. was laughing the whole time. Yes, Danny. Who, he was dying of laughter. Yeah. He couldn't, <laughs> in he, the theater. He couldn't join us tonight, but man, was he <laughs> having a ball uh, with everything that was being said about this movie. What we were talking about this movie... It was something else. Uh, before we get out of here, do you have any more thoughts? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> I have. Look, my hand is on my forehead just like. Right. I can't. I can't. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> like, wow. Like, they they really got what out there. What an ordeal. They what really went ordeal. out there. Yeah. And, uh. You know what? I don't think Anne Hathaway should be able to say daddy ever no, again. please do not make me suffer through her sultry ways of saying daddy. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like cringing every time she says it. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, it's awful. Or even when she says the line, like uh, she's trying to bribe Matthew McConaughey's character to do the crime. She's like, if you do it, I'll give you $10 million. Cash. <laughs> and like she like says it slow and i'm like why are you saying it yeah like it's that? almost like um vocal fry a little bit <laughs> yeah like a little bit of britney in there yes yes a little bit like just like, like uh, yeah like, like the 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 sentences that add a little moan for no reason oh gross yeah exactly so it's one of those uh yeah, this movie is all over the place. Uh, this movie has just <laughs> the weirdest, the weirdest story. Like the story doesn't make any sense, and 
yeah, like, I hope they got paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> I really hope, like, look, I get it. You got to make a paycheck. That's why Stanley Tucci was in Transformers for, <laughs> you know, that's why a lot of these people do these big movies. Or Anthony Hopkins in Transformers 5. You know, those those big mortgages aren't going to pay themselves. No one talks about John Voight in the first Transformers movie, but I want to point that out. John Voight. That's another one. Was in the first Transformers movie. And he, he doesn't really do much, and he's not great in it either. So it's just like, yeah, cash that check, man. Cash that Maintain check. Maintain the status quo. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I just want to put this movie to our rudder, and um, it's it was an experience. It was an experience. Um, Never had so many questions. No, neither have I in a movie. Like that were answered so badly. Oof, uh, just terrible questions, terrible, terrible, like and terrible answers, just like all over the place. Uh, yeah, this movie is bad. I think my favorite part was when. Matthew McConaughey took out all of these maps that he had in his house. <laughs> <laughs> it was like maps of the island and the surrounding waters. And he's suddenly like, oh, my God, there's, there's nothing, nothing else. else. <laughs> it's just Plymouth Island in the middle of the ocean. No, nothing else. Just just Plymouth. Just Plymouth Island. Island. That's I was it. Like, You've got to be kidding me. I love that he first put out the first map. That had Plymouth Island big on the map. Right, right. But like, then he there was took barely out any the, ocean around. Right. And then he took out the other map that shows <laughs> Plymouth Island like really small, right dead center of the map. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ooh, this confirms that I'm a video game character. Yeah, because this, this is map is only showing. A lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, this it's so bad. I love I it. I don't know why I have to kill this man, but I feel like I need to do it for him. <laughs> That's a line from the movie, My man. son wants me to do it. He needs me to do it. He wants me to do it. I gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, he, Matthew McConaughey was so tan. Like, oh, I haven't seen goodness. him that tan since, like, Sahara. Oof, Yes. That was a lot of time in the he sun. He gave Bradley Cooper a run for his money with how tan his face was. I really feel this was a vacation. And they just brought cameras. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the studio sent us down here to shoot a movie. I think we may want to do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about uh, this is a video game? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> They had to justify the cost of all the money they were spending down in that island. <laughs> you know Truman Show where it's like all like, you know, staged and all of these people won't let him like leave his routine? Yes. What if those are all NPCs? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that don't that, do it, guys. Don't do don't it. Watch it. No, don't, don't watch this do movie. It. If you're gonna watch it, like just go in knowing it's bad. Just go in knowing and accepting that what they're doing is just cashing a check. That's what they're doing. Uh, you're not gonna get anything good out of it. It it's uh, this is I, a substantial waste of time. I 
can't imagine another movie being this bad this year. No, I can't either. No, like this is, this takes the cake. (laughs) And just smashes it all over the floor. That's what it did. All right, I'm done. I have nothing else to talk about. This movie is so, it's just. This is, yeah, this was uh, pretty bad. But if you have seen it, let us know. What are your thoughts? They're probably pretty close to ours. Uh, if you haven't seen it, don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to check out some of our other episodes, you can always subscribe to the show. Always the Critic Podcast. Uh, also, you can check out some of our reviews, ones that we don't do on the show. Sometimes I'll write up some of my own. You can check that out at Always the Critic Podcast. No, always the critic dot wordpress.com. And if you're on social media, we always post on there the new episodes, new things to talk about. If you want to talk to us, uh, that is always critic pod. And that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, I want to thank Jessica for enduring this uh, <laughs> movie. I'm so with glad us. we swam through this. I mean, oh. <laughs> Oh, man. And so with that said, uh, I, I hope that you never have to go through this movie. And uh, yeah, just uh, hopefully you don't have your own. If your justice primary sh- directive look, is catching tuna, then you'll love this, this movie. movie's for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. This movie is for you. Thanks a lot, guys. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.